The Joe Mays and J-Rap Show is brought to you in part by Mays Sandwich Shop, serving delicious hometown favorites to the West Lawn community since 1947. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball. Hockey. The Big Ten Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. He's in! Patriots win the Super Bowl! Brady has his fifth. What a comeback. Now, here are your hosts, Jill Mays and Justin Raffa. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 244 of the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me, my co-host, Justin Raffa. Yeah, it's uh, good to be here. You know, we're, we're kind of settling into this uh, football show schedule for us and uh i'm kind of a fan i, I like it um but it, it is a little different you know from from week to week but uh plenty to talk about today and uh i'm ready this was a wonderful football weekend yeah you had a pretty good pretty good weekend from yeah. the start of things friday night through very late saturday night and then this afternoon Everything coming up peachy for you, a win Friday, a win Saturday, a win Sunday. And never a doubt either. Never no, a doubt. never. None of them. Not at all at any point. Just don't bring up those, uh, the countless, I'm going to bed, I can't do this to myself text I sent you last night. Now I think I sent it like eight times. <laughs> yeah, well, we were pretty, uh, pretty distraught watching Penn State, who dominated the game against Iowa yeah. in nearly every facet other than the scoreboard for a majority of the time. Not even the majority no, of the, the time. the whole time. Like, it, it, so bizarre. Yeah. But, but that's what but happens when I you say go so there. bizarre, but, like, it's actually this, it's actually stereotypical and common for a night game out of Iowa when you have a high-ranked team going in there. Like, they just play everybody tough at night there, um, which is kind of cool. But also but not terrifying. when it's my team. It was a lot more cool when it was, it was Michigan, Michigan there last year. Last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I liked that one. Yeah, last night, I'll, I'll not tell you so what, much. though. I was probably even just as happy, if not happier, last night. So it all worked out. I would definitely say happier for sure, although last year's uh, definitely rates up. Right. There. It was just, yeah, the possibilities last year started to make you make you wonder, but um, definitely in the moment happier this year. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and Friday night we got to see uh, Wilson look like more of a standard Wilson team. After yeah. starting one and two for the first time in nearly a quarter century, we've been we we've spent time on our other show preaching the positives, right? We we've been beating that drum, trying to you know 
I think, I don't know. I feel like people were on board. It wasn't like we had to convince other people, but we're just making it clear kind of where we stood. And yeah, I think some of those things, some of those things that we were talking about came to light on, on Friday night and we, we saw them able to get, get back in the wind column. Yeah. And it was, uh, a very important one because they open Lancaster Lebanon League Section 1 schedule. You know, the last seven games are league games, and they were riding a 64-game winning streak in the league dating back all the way to November 2007. The last time they lost was October 26, 2007. So another month from now, if they can get that far, winning every game from here on out, they'll make it a full decade without losing a game in the Lancaster Lebanon League. That's absurd. They would if if there were lines in high school football, they'd be favored in the next three weeks. And then they have a big one on October twentieth to the team coincidentally that last beat them in the Lancaster Lebanon League. Yeah. So uh but yeah, so Wilson gets in the win calm, even their record to two and two and looked much better Friday night than they had at all at any point in the first three weeks of the season. Yes. We talked about Penn State. We didn't really mention Saquon Barkley, who's... The man. ...as amazing, and he had fellow collegiate players, former collegiate superstars, and current NFL players all dazzling and, you know, starstruck over what he was able to do. He was essentially Penn State's entire offense for a large part of the game. A couple guys stepped up on the final drive, thankfully. Uh, Trace started to look more like himself. I think uh, uh, Saeed Blacknall, did he have the fourth down conversion? He did, the fourth and two conversion. And then uh, uh, Juwan Johnson, first collegiate touchdown. And three catches on the drive. Uh, And Saquon on that drive, too. A couple of things that kind of fly under the radar. He was able to pick up that first down on third and eight um, and get out of bounds to save the timeout. But also... Was that the leap? No, no, that, that was, was earlier. Good. Yeah. Okay. That but was earlier. he was able to, um, he, he picked up the blitz on fourth. Yes. On he did, the yeah. last play, too. And, you know, it wasn't a crazy blitz, but the guy was coming and it, you know, they said, like, think about this. Arguably, it, not necessarily, but like, arguably the best college football player in the country. They didn't even send him out on a route in, on the last play of the game. Yeah. You know, so, um, it's, yeah. uh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, there are some questionable play calling and play on the field throughout the game. Oh, yeah. But we talked about how tough it is to play at Kinnick. And you know what? At night. Good teams win, find a way to win. And they and did. That's exactly what they did. Yep. So exactly what they I'm did. Happy for so them. hats off to, uh, the Penn State football team for a job well done. And, uh, you know, now they get to come home, I believe, again and play yeah. Indiana. Home who, against Indiana with the, with the crazy, uh, uniforms this week. Oh, uh, yes, that's right. I think it'll be pretty cool to see that. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy that. It's stripe sock, white shoes, white socks with stripes. Like, white, not like white stirrup pants sock. with a blue, single blue yeah. stripe. The I helmet will have the numbers the number on, it. on it. And Gray the white, face mask. the white around. White striping yeah. on the, the, the arm sleeves and the neck. Yeah. Which is what we grew up with. So that'll be cool to see once again. It's been gone for Uniforms look pretty 10 cool. years or so. And somebody making a joke onto the, the black shoe tradition, um, was saying that they're like, man, they're like, Saquon's gonna look like a lightning bolt with white shoes on. Like, <laughs> just, yeah, but, you know, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Indiana's one of those teams where if you don't if you aren't ready, next thing you know you're in you're in a yeah. game. Ask Ohio State, they saw yeah. that they can 
They can pass the ball like crazy. I know um, they're kind of back and forth with some of their quarterbacks last week, and I don't know if injuries had a part to do with that. I, by last week, I mean yesterday. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see there, but hopefully they're up to the challenge. They're back at Penn State um, before having um, some tough some tough games on the road. Um, they're only home once in October. so yeah, And that one is a big one with Michigan. Yes, so... So we talked about Friday and Saturday. We're here to talk about Sunday, but we actually have to go all the way back to Thursday and another wildly exciting game. Yes. One that ended with a score that apparently had never been a I, final in NFL which history. Which I couldn't believe just because that's crazy. You know? Well, like I, I was I know I, it's a weird score, but I didn't see the, the, the statistic pulled up by Elias Elias, however you say it, the sports bureau that does all these crazy statistical things. I, I didn't see if it was in the history of the NFL or in the modern day NFL because right. that shaves off what forty years I think right. of statistics. But, but at the same time, majority of the forty point games are probably more recent. You know, like true, yeah. Now, but like I, I agree, it does shave off a large amount if it's if it's modern era. Because I think the but, NFL started in the early nineteen twenties, if I'm not yeah, mistaken, like late nineteen teens, maybe early nineteen twenties. Sure. And the modern NFL essentially started was in the nineteen sixties. So, but anyways, so at least fifty plus years of records, if not close to a hundred years of records, and the score of forty one to thirty nine was never a final until. Thursday night where the Rams went to San Francisco, uh, not a huge uh, drive for them anymore, although it's, I mean, not not close, but definitely better than when they were uh, not in Los Angeles. Yeah, same time zone now. So. <laughs> right, yeah, same time zone to make things a little bit easier. But 80 points total. Uh, yeah. A little bit unexpected, especially because the 49ers expect to be one of the one of the worst teams in the league. Not known for putting up a lot of points of late, but they mounted a furious comeback in the fourth quarter by scoring 19, but the Rams were able to hold on, and we mentioned last week, or two weeks ago when we talked about the Rams, this manling of the Colts, that Jared Goff started to look like a number one quarterback, and he did that again. Yeah, the, They looked very, very good. The thing I came away with in this game, my take on this was, and I sent this to you in the text, was I don't know what to really expect from the Rams yet. I don't know what to expect from Jared Goff yet. But I care enough to watch the Rams now, and like they're interesting to watch again. Right. Um, whereas the last time, you know, last year, you it was awful. It was hard to watch. Um, so watching them this year was, was a, so far, has been a lot different and, and a lot more exciting and you know, wow! I don't hope they do too well. Like it is, it is fun when they're not terrible, right? Right, and you can say that for pretty much any team that you don't hate. And I wouldn't count the Rams in that era. So, right. well, oh yeah, the Rams scored point. twelve seconds into the game. I, I was, I turned the game on twelve seconds in, and they'd already scored a touchdown. Yeah, and so. of course, I'm playing Todd Gurley this week, so. Ouchie. All all good timing on my end in fantasy to have uh, him go yeah. off with three touchdowns. Here's I know. the first one you're seeing on your this screen. This is another example. Like I I love the uniforms, the color rush on this one. Like I, I like I like the Rams uniforms this year. Like the the white. They're gonna look you know? better next year when they get but, all together with the yes, white and white yes. and navy. That'll look cool. The yellow. The Rams don't bother me. I'm not a big fan of the 49ers just because blacks is black is barely in their color scheme. Like it doesn't go with That's their helmets almost at all. 
It yeah, but where are they going to go with? For me. They should go with the, uh, go with like that goldish color, <laughs> just all over. Yeah, well, why not? I mean, you see the Panthers do it with blue. The Titans That's do it true. with the blue. The Chargers have done it before. They could do it. Could have done it with the red, but I, I don't know. I kind of like the black. Whatever, <laughs> whatever gimmick they want to throw out, just to right. sell jerseys and whatnot. So yeah, forty-one thirty-nine. Rams get the win. They're able to move to two and one, where the 49ers drop two. Oh, and three, probably right where we thought that they would be. All right, so what else happened? Well, there was an early game today, and uh, this one... Well, one of the teams knew. <laughs> yeah, one of the teams is ready, and we should be shocked based on their history in London, at least yeah. of late. The Jaguars, who play quite well across the pond, they did the same thing today against the Ravens, winning 44-7. to wasn't even close. The Baltimore didn't get in the board till the fourth quarter, and yeah. Joe Flacco was benched. Yeah, by the way, it was forty-four to seven, and to be honest, it wasn't that close. Um, oh my gosh! Wow, <laughs> Joe Flacco was almost broken half backwards there. So, friend of the show, Chad Henney, over there, got to see some time yeah. today. Yeah, I saw that. And um, Penn State alum Paul Pozlesny, a captain for the Jaguars once again, he was making and his presence known. The Jaguars are now. Two and one, yeah. With two blowout wins, two big wins, and yeah. then uh, one loss to the Titans. But we, but that's not a bad loss. The Titans to be right. good, especially as we'll talk about a little later uh, what they were able to do with the Seahawks today. Right, and their only losses to the Raiders also expected to be very right. good. So uh, sometimes transitive property works, folks. Yeah. Not always, but it's looking pretty good right here. What do you mean? Um, it doesn't always. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey came out and said that they have the best defense in the NFL. Um, I don't know if that's true, but it's nice to see them have confidence and swagger because Jacksonville has been a low man on the total it, for a while. It now. would be hard to prove that based on, uh, you know, shutting down Baltimore's offense and Houston's offense. But I thought Flacco was elite. He was <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like there this is. is just this is just the Ravens ravening, right? <laughs> Oh my oh, god! Oh jeez, yeah. That was a nice play, but like there was double coverage there, and kind of triple coverage if you count the other guy coming over the top. But yeah, just uh, watch one, two. I think there was another guy there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, so not a great day for the Ravens. So they uh, they dropped this one to Jacksonville, forty-four to seven. Yeah, and to top it off, you have like what a five and a half hour flight home, probably something yeah, like that. Rough, so. rough. Two teams looking for the Ravens. Ravens had looked pretty good the last two weeks. Yeah, well, this, that's why this was so surprising because and the Ravens were playing better than I now thought. Now everyone's going to look to their next game. Like, was this a London thing? Because if they come out and they win their next game, then everyone will just write this game off as London. And by that time, we'll have another. Did the Jaguars win? You know, another. And then all of right. a sudden, it's like, oh, the Jaguars are there. They're used to this because they do it every year. And the Ravens went over and just, it just, you know, people write it off. Or do they start to not play so well and then it becomes a bigger issue? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of weeks because I don't believe Jacksonville has a bye next week. I think, I think they offer it to them, but I think they, they usually don't use it now. I think starting last year, they asked to not have it the week after to have it later in the season. Um, I guess it's all uh, for the sake of not having it week four, you know. And in reality, the flight from Jacksonville probably isn't all that different than like going to Seattle where they were at, weren't they out there like early last year? So, yeah, possibly. 
Yeah. So moving on. The Colts and Browns, both teams looking for their first wins after disappointing starts of the season. The Browns try to make it interesting. I saw. <laughs> they uh, scored 14 in the fourth quarter, my, but not able to get it done. My favorite tweet regarding this game was, this is what happens when the Browns are a road favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I was really surprised by that. I mean, I know they played well against the Steelers in week one. Still didn't win. Right. And I know the Colts are terrible in week one, but Indianapolis Woulda, coulda, shoulda won last week against the Yeah, Cardinals. if they didn't look terrible last week, too. They've looked awful. And they had a quarterback who has never thrown a, an NFL touchdown. Really? Until today. He threw his first two today. Yeah. They won last year with him at quarterback in New England without him throwing a touchdown. Interesting. I yeah. wasn't aware of that. Yeah. I didn't know that till today. I think the, the game flipping into this game. One of the interesting stats I saw on Saturday's early slate of college games before the Penn State game, actually these were noon games, because I watched three quarters of NC State's upset of Florida State. Okay. And it was which college program has the most starting quarterbacks currently. And obviously if they're asking it during the NC State Florida State game, it's gonna be one of those teams. Florida State. NC State. Oh, well. Jacoby Brissett, Russell. Oh, see, Russell, I wouldn't have known Brissett. I didn't Russell know where Wilson, he went. Russell Wilson. And Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. There's four, oh, actually. Oh, oh, hang on. I won't, I won't get it. Well, right I'm away. trying to remember it myself now, but okay. yeah, it's four. So let's um, see. It, 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 I, is it a, is it a, not a very well known? Because now I feel like, am I missing like a, an obvious one? Oh, Mike Glennon. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, um, yeah, so in NC State, four NFL starting quarterbacks at the moment. Wow. They're pretty impressive for only being 32 teams. Yeah. Not four quarterbacks on a roster, four no, starters. Yeah. Now, sure, some of them are from injury or whatnot, but still. Hey. So the Colts end up beating the Browns 31-28. to Still don't really know what to make out of either team, and the Browns are bad. Sure. Right. Colts. More... I think the concerning thing here is the Browns give up 31 points to the Colts. Yeah. And news came out, I think Andrew Luck is targeting week six to come back. They're only halfway. Right. Which, if they're they're one and five at the time, do you bring him back? Yeah. Do you tank and try and get trade out of that top pick and get a bunch of stuff? Although he hasn't looked great this year, I got to say. Maybe he doesn't want to go to the Browns. That's why. Yeah. So let, let's talk about our teams. Um, I won't have much to say about mine, but I've I'm got sure you've got plenty to say about yeah. yours. So Giants at Eagles. Philadelphia has dominated this series of late. They have played very well against New York at home. Things were looking very, very good early in the fourth quarter. Eagles were up 14 to nothing. And then the Giants came alive, fought yes. back. Uh, I believe actually had the lead twenty four to twenty one late in the they game. They had the lead twenty one fourteen. Okay, and twenty four twenty one, I believe. And uh, the Eagles decided that hey, we're going to make some noise. We're going to drive down the field. We're going to let our rookie, undrafted practice squad signee kicker well, so attempt a tying right. field goal and a game winning field goal. It's even crazier because it's twenty one. Oh, I'm just trying to think about this. At one point. Um, le- leading up to this, the, the, the Giants had a chance where um, they had to. The sorry, well, so they end up having to punt, right? And this is um, the Eagles held. They have to punt, and it's a bad punt. 
And so the Eagles have one timeout, and you're like, oh, man, you know, can they get, it's like 17 seconds or something like that. Well, first down doesn't really do much of anything, but then they get a decent pass to Alshon Jeffrey, and he was able to get enough, and then you're like, oh, do we do it? And I believe from what I what I heard was that the kicker, this rookie kicker who's been on the roster two weeks, because they um the kicker they started the season with is now on the IR. Maybe the IR to return, possibly they don't know. He's out for a while, right? But he's saying, "Give me a shot, give me a shot." And before the game, they had asked Doug uh, Peterson, "Like, what's his range?" And he said, "51 or sorry, 55." He said, "55. He's comfortable up to there." So this is 61, which I always. 60 means you're kicking from the 50. Anything over that means you're kicking from your own territory. Now, it's going to be as time expires. So, like, there's it really... It doesn't matter. There's right. No, there's nothing there's no to lose. Position. As long as it doesn't get blocked and returned for a touchdown, right. then you're, you're good. Which, ask the Bears how difficult that is to do. <laughs> oh, so close. Um, And then next thing you know, he boots it. He makes it. Oh, my gosh. Like, and Philly's going nuts, and it was it was awesome. Um. Now, I've referred to tweets a couple of them here. Um, our, our our show favorite Skip Bayless sent one like, you know, something like the way they're acting. You'd think they're going to throw a parade for the Eagles tomorrow in Philadelphia because just people were pumped and they were excited about this game. And somebody goes, "Yeah, well, more people would show up than to watch your show." <laughs> like, ouch, 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 ouch. Which isn't necessarily a false statement. No, it's either. Not. Like, that's the there's thing. some that's rooted in the truth, uh, but. Um, Odell Beckham in the fourth quarter, um, woke up. Yeah. And, you know, and did Odell Beckham things, made ridiculous catches and got a penalty. Like, like that's, that's what he does. Um, and then, like, this catch is ridiculous. One hand over <laughs> right. the shoulder. Like, I wanted to be like, oh, he bobbled it. And then I'm looking at the replay. I'm like, yeah, no, no, he didn't. Like, that, that's a catch. Um, unlike one of the other ones that we saw. I'm not sure. Where, where, we thought it was a touchdown because oh, oh, to any yes, normal yes, person, yes. it would be a touchdown. I, I thought you meant Odell Beckham. No, no, I'm no, like, no, I, no, I missed no, the, no, uh, I, I get you. About in yes. NFL. No, it was clearly not a touchdown. By NFL rules, you're <laughs> I right. Know, I know. You're right. Know. Um, but so we're going through this, and I, I love – this is just maybe the pure Eagles fan of me. Like, I, I like sometimes these – sometimes they're the national take. Sometimes they're the, the local take. But, like – when the Eagles beat the Giants, like seeing like the panic giant like article kind of, you know, makes me feel better. Um, but they wrote about how um, not just going 0-3, but going 0-3 this way, where they had the lead twice in the fourth quarter and scored 24 points in the fourth quarter on the road in a divisional game and to lose on a 61-yard field goal. They're like, if this doesn't feel like as demoralizing as a loss as you can get in week three, then what does, you know, like I would right. say, you know, you have Beckham coming out healthy. You have Eli coming out healthy. Maybe they'd argue that's part of the problem. Um, but you know, maybe that that's, a, you know, a, a bigger issue for them, but you can see from some of the highlights, the Eagles got the running game going today. Thank goodness. Garrett Blunt had a good game, not a ton of yards, but got a touchdown. Um, had some good runs. Yeah. And he, he was doing really well. Um, but yeah, oh my gosh. Well, the Giants start so. 0 3. They lost two divisional games, both on the road to Dallas in week one, now the Eagles in week three. They lost to the Lions last week at home. No team that started the season 0 3 has made the playoffs since 1998. 
So one of my Here teams that I thought was going to be super good. Yeah, I picked them too. Not so much. Whammy. I thought for sure he missed it the way it was going. Yeah. And then it sneaks inside the in, upright. In my head before it goes, when they put Odell Beckham on the back line, I was really hoping he would go up to try and swat it away and actually tip it tip through. It over. Oh my gosh. Like that would have that would have been the only better way that ending could have happened, right? Right. Like and honestly, I'm glad the kid made the kick. Oh, for sure. But like from a humor standpoint, it would have been funnier if it, it if he tipped it through. Yeah. But great win for the Eagles. You mentioned the Giants are 0 2. Now the 0-3. Eagles are or sorry, yeah. 0 2 in the division, sorry. Right. Um Eagles are 2 and 0 in the division. Right. And only losses at Kansas City in a Not game where like a bad loss. In a game where and this is this cracked me up. The national media was saying like, man, maybe the Eagles are for real because they didn't get housed in Kansas City. And locally, the sky was falling. The Eagles are terrible. They don't run the ball enough. Like Doug Peterson needs well, to go. Like all this stuff. That's I know. A Philly sports I know. Fan but like it was right there. But usually, it's national media is not talking about it at all. Philly media is the sky is falling. This time was Philly media is like Carson Wentz is better. Eagles are going to be good. And the local media is like Carson Wentz is doing it all by himself. The team sucks and we're awful. Like that. <laughs> that was basically the local stuff. So I, you know, they're two and one. There's there's a long way to go, but. They've won a road division game and a home division game now. That that's getting off to the start it's a you good want. Start, yes. Yeah. But speaking of sucky teams, let's switch gears now and go to my team, who had a miraculous <laughs> who who lost to a team we thought was a lot worse. Who had a miraculous victory last week in Los Angeles after having their week one game postponed because of uh, the hurricane issue down in uh, Gulf of Mexico, Caribbean, Florida, just. It's, just everywhere. it's been a rough like, Every, five weeks. If there's weeks. been water, it's been yeah, bad. It's been a rough five weeks. So, Dolphins Buccaneers game moved much later, I believe, to November. Week, yeah, week like, 11, 12 or 11 or 12, or 12 yeah. something like that. So, Miami got the win last week. Everyone was feeling pretty good about it. They had to come back east now. I think they actually practiced in West Virginia during the week, then went to play in the Meadowlands against the Jets today. Jets were supposed to be, and leading up to this game, probably the worst team in the NFL. Okay, so. Are Jets fans mad that they won this game, or are they happy because like it's well, so I, early I think that this just means that they can't go zero and sixteen. Right, like so there's guaranteed. some relief. Right, so but, some relief, but like I still don't think there's a lot of hope. But right. maybe that says more about Miami. So than it, does it, it would be New a very York. Jets thing to go two and fourteen and get the second pick in the yeah, draft. True, like, true. <laughs> so Miami was literally shut out until there was no time left in the game. They scored on the final play to not be embarrassed and been shut out by the Jets. Now wouldn't have happened if James Franklin coached the Jets. <laughs> in the when we did the AFC East, we said the Jets would be one of the worst teams in the NFL. I still think that'll be true. Yes. And we did say that their defense was respectable. Oh yeah. And at times I I, I the only positive on, on the roster. Is 20 points from an offense great? No. no. And if you hold the team to 20 points, I still would expect a win. In the we NFL, talk, in absolutely. The, you, know, you should be able to get 21 to 24. So no. you hold them to 20, hey, you think you should get a win. But the Miami offense was putrid. They are almost as bad as Penn State was for most of the game against Iowa. The Jay Cutler looked awful back to Chicago-era Jay Cutler where he was throwing everything off his back foot. They couldn't get the running game going. They tried a fake punt that the Jets ended up intercepting, I believe. Just It was just awful, absolutely awful. And Now, I saw Miami play awful last year, and they went on a run. 
the schedule doesn't you know? work out that I think that's possible. So this was a game that was marked as a must win that they wanted to make yeah. the playoffs this year, and they now, couldn't do it. Now it means you need to you have to win one that we chalked up as a loss, right? Exactly. Like not even a toss up. You to, have to just win to a break even, right? So you know, again. It's hard to think, oh, they'll bounce back when Jay Cutler's there. And I know that's a little unfair, but I think it's also a little fair. You know, <laughs> like, um, however, I, I personally am going to give the Dolphins a pass here on this one game. I know it's the terrible Jets. I know all that stuff, but the scenario is crazy. They were in LA for like two weeks, right? They, they come home. I'm sure stuff is crazy at home. And then they're trying, they have to go back on the road to New York to play. There's no excuse for how bad they looked, but I'm going to give them a pass this week to see what they look like next week. It could, it could go downhill fast though for them. If there's a team, you lose to the Jets by two touchdowns. Yeah, that's, that's And essentially three because you scored at the very end. That's not good. The NFL.com has a link to how many big plays occurred in each game. Every game had at least nine. The Dolphins-Jets game had five. So, yeah, there it wasn't exactly an amazing one. And, and, and there were four scoring plays right. in, in the Dolphins-Jets game. <laughs> right. There were four scoring plays and one other big play. And that's assuming they count the last play. As, <laughs> I would figure scoring has to be Actually, a big play. there were five scoring plays in the Jets-Dolphins game. Oh yeah, sorry. I I see six and I think two field goals. Yeah, no, no, they, you're right. So there were there were two field goals and three touchdowns because they missed the extra point. That's the best part. They missed the extra point. The only touchdown they scored, they missed the extra point. But hey, Devontae Parker, if you own him in fantasy and you started him, he got that touchdown for you. All right, a couple games we'll, we'll just touch on here. Maybe a bit of a surprise, and I'd like to talk about it a little bit yeah. more. But there's others that are a little bit more pressing. Buffalo beating Denver. Denver, oh, is that the peak of the mountain last week after beating up on Dallas really, really well? Yeah. Of course, it was at home. They have to go to Buffalo. Not an easy place to play. Not easy to travel there and have to do that after coming off of that, that great victory against the Cowboys. And Denver just, they just didn't have it. Well, Trevor Simeon finally like looked uh, beatable. We've seen this a lot, though. I know some people are like, oh, it's the Bills, it's the Bills. Yep, but, like... Traveling east to Buffalo to play the early game, like I, I was not that confident about the Broncos. Oh, and going back to last year, I know that's a sketchy, it's a really sketchy statistic when you do those kinds of things. The Bills have like the second best like pass defense. Like hmm. now, Marcel Darius was out today. They lost to Fon Gilmore to the Patriots, right? Who had a couple big plays today for them. Um, but yeah, so. I don't know. It's just I don't think this is doom and gloom for the Broncos. No, I don't think it is. But what does it say? But about I Buffalo? think it's I I think it says they're probably a little better than people were thinking, which has me even thinking lower about Miami. Has you a little more worried. You got to be. You had the, to be Buffalo twice. The, the issue boys. with the Broncos is, and we'll learn a little bit more about their division tonight. You have Oakland and Kansas City in there, and. Oakland has to play yet tonight, but Kansas City has looked good. Yeah, like, I'm glad I picked really them good. as my division winner. They Just like I'm glad really I picked good. the Giants to go to the Super Bowl. All right, so another game that really surprised me. Saints yeah. took it to the Panthers today. Now, yes. no New Orleans was embarrassed last week by New England, but it's New England. I think we just chalked that up to that. Hey, that happens. Carolina at home 
the offense has been awful, yes. which makes me so happy having Cam Newton as my fantasy quarterback. Thankfully, Panthers' only touchdown was scored by him on the ground. So, hey, there's a positive. But <laughs> Panthers' defense couldn't stop New Orleans. Now, no. I know New Orleans generally has a significantly strong offense. but Right, but this is kind of one of those where they should at least squash some of the up. Uh, you know, we got to let Breeze go. We got to get Peyton out of here. You know, we got to start fresh. Yeah, that that you're not going to hear as much of that this week. Um, and so. a division in which I thought it was going to be Buccaneers Falcons after what we saw with Tampa Bay today. Maybe now, is right. this is it just the Falcons? We'll see. Is it Falcons? It's and everyone still really else? tough. I know they were talking the Buccaneers. Like everyone had the flu this week, yeah, including right. two guys they left at home, like two starters they left at home. But I still think there's a, a gap between them and the Falcons. Falcons week one at the Bears won, you know, and that was just kind of a crazy game. They destroyed the Packers, and they beat a good team today. Which we'll, which we'll get, get to, to in a right. second. But, yeah, so at, at NFC South, very, very interesting. New Orleans gets the win 34-13. to And a definitive shocker here in Chicago, Pittsburgh goes there. Yeah. They look bad against the Browns. They got – who did the Steelers beat last week? Now I can't. I can't think. Didn't they beat? Did they beat the Bengals last week? No, I don't think so. No, I don't remember either. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pull that up because I do not remember. The Vikings. They beat yes, the Vikings yes, last yes, week. Twenty six to nine. I'm really glad uh, I got it. Oh, it was on the screen, but I, I I remembered it before I saw it on the screen. Yeah, you know, you got you pulled that one out before it yeah, loaded. Go me. Yeah. So Case Keenum <laughs> starting for Sam Bradford. It was in Pittsburgh. Steelers got the win there, but. The Bears, they played tough in week one, which we've already mentioned right. against the Falcons. And then did not play not tough so in week, good week, week two. two against the Bucks, right. who we just mentioned. In the emotional knows. home opener right. after the hurricane, you know, so. But Pittsburgh, two now two out of three weeks, and both on the road, I believe, because they were at Cleveland in week one, weren't yes, they? Yes. Not the best. And there was a stat I saw that uh, Big Ben and the offense, not great on the road. No. Which is something they're going to need to rectify. Right. They, they, I think they score a full 10 points less on the road than they do at home. Yeah, and I think Le'Veon Bell may have one touchdown so far, maybe two, which two isn't bad. But, like, one through three games isn't exactly what you would expect from him. Maybe it is what you would expect from a guy who didn't report till November 1st, though. September 1st. Yeah, sorry. I wish he didn't report to November 1st, but, <laughs> um, September 1st, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I still think the Steelers are going to be fine and looking at the division, they've right. got time to true, get right. True. They've got plenty of time to get right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like who are you, who are you taking in the division over them right no now? No one. Exactly. It's not time to panic. I'm not suggesting no. that. I just, but it's another one of those things though. Right. It makes you think about both teams. Right. You know, the Bears were seeing some inconsistency, but that's okay, like because they're playing better they're than rebuilding. people thought. They're yeah. rebuilding. No one expected anything. From and they were—they almost beat the Falcons. They had a drop pass in the end zone for a right. touchdown that would have beat the Falcons. Didn't look good against Tampa Bay, no. but now they beat the Steelers right. in overtime. Exactly. So, so there's something building in Chicago. Can they get it done with this regime in time to save people's jobs and look forward to the next year or two? Who knows? But they're at least playing tough. They're not giving up, and they have that rookie quarterback sitting there waiting. Right. Hey. Now, if they keep winning in their competitive games, he's probably not going to get time, but that gives him a chance to learn. Hey, there are 15 big plays in this game, too. so <laughs> Which is shocking. shocking. Three times as many big plays in, the, hey. in the Jets' offense. Sure, why not? But 
Yeah, I mean, a little concerning from the Steelers not getting that offense going. Right. they got to figure out what to Except, do like, on the road. I'm telling you, we've seen this before. They're going to get right, like, come, like, middle of October. Yeah. And they're going to go on one of those streaks where they win, like, seven of eight or seven of nine or something, you know, and they'll be right up there and they'll be fine. And you mentioned who who is going to beat them. You know, they'll, they might lose a division game. Right. Maybe Cincinnati or Baltimore will get them once, but. Overall, right? Do you see him going any any wor- any worse than four and two in the division? No, no way. I don't think so. No, no way. way. Four and two is a stretch. Like yeah, right now, it would be it would be hard to say four one. and two. Yeah, five and right. one. Just because I think it's tough to right. go six exactly. and zero when you're playing rivals like that. Exactly. All right. So a very interesting game in Detroit. Oh my gosh! Which literally I thought had ended with a Lions win, and yes. I walked back just like 30 seconds later to see final Atlanta 30, Detroit 26, and I was scratching my head because I watched <laughs> Golden Tate score a touchdown to put Detroit That was, that was called a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, 32 to 30 with like like eight seconds left or something yeah, like that. Yeah, eight, eight and seconds I, and left, I was like, which is a big deal. That's a big detail point. in this story. They'll kick the extra point. They'll kick the ball off. You know, probably kick it low, make him run it, whatever. That didn't that didn't happen because, uh, well, they called Golden Tate down at the like half yard line. Which, which his wh- knee? Yeah, I know was correct. There is a video or an image floating around that shows his knee off the ground, but it came off the ground after he had already touched the ground. Right, right. So it was the right call of him being down at the half inch line, and despite, <sighs> Howie, uh, despite. Them, despite red zone having said that they also thought that was fourth down, that's why the game ended. It wasn't fourth down. The Lions didn't have any timeouts, which was the the big to do, which right. is the big issue, um, because they reviewed the scoring play, and because they reviewed it, and the call was overturned. Right. Right. So every scoring play is reviewed in the NFL. So it's not like they stopped it to review. They stopped it because they called it a touchdown, which I think adds complexity to this. Yes. It's not like they were driving and this was in the middle of the drive and they called it. They stopped it because he scored a touchdown, what was called a touchdown. Now, they say they didn't, you know, when you're reviewing, you see he's down literally just short of the goal line. So they spot it. However, as you mentioned, there were no timeouts. And NFL Rules Committee which likes to make things more complicated than they need to be. And this is piling on when this has happened. It's never been an issue until right now. But makes things more complicated than they need to be. Competition committee, they have it so that when you are under two minutes, I believe, there's a 10-second runoff if the clock would have been running. So the clocks, there's a 10-second runoff game Which I don't get because it's the, the league essentially saying, like... Yeah, like the, it's not like the the it's not like they called a timeout that they didn't have or asked for a review that they didn't. No, like I don't I don't get it. You have a game ending on a runoff, on a non penalty, on a, on a league decision. Yeah, I, I just don't like, understand. Uh, I understand if there was a penalty, right? Maybe you can even understand it if the lines instigated. Oh, if the there's review, a penalty, absolutely. Ten second runoff, no problem, no it, no issue. Like you brought that on yourself. Inside two minutes, though, it's always going to be done by the league, essentially. But right, you're not allowed to. Re- you're not allowed right. to challenge inside two minutes. I, That's a penalty if you do challenge. I inside don't two minutes. get why there would be a ten second runoff. I just don't understand that. To me, it should be like I feel like that should be an untimed down or something. 
Well, I you think know, they like, should have just said balls at the half yard line. The, the the clock will start on the whistle, just like any other thing would. When there's right. a stoppage of play that isn't right. a timeout or stepped out. Of yeah, bounds. no, you're right. That so, would be the simplest. And that we, how many times did this topic come up in our text conversations today? That would be the common sense thing to do. <laughs> but we all know that common sense isn't always the thing that wins out. Yep, not and, all that common. Uh, we're left and with this, and the play is going to be coming up here shortly if you're watching along with us. And by the way, uh, Matt Prater, awesome fantasy kicker this year, by the way. So. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, but even though they weren't able to pull it off, even though it looked like they pulled it off, what about Detroit in the fourth quarter, man? Holy crap. Yeah. They're good. And there's no shame in this loss. I know it's a home loss, but like, this is the Falcons. The Falcons are good. Right. Um, so, man, it looked like he was down to me. Yeah, that so did play. That's what I was just thinking. I did not see that. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Woo. Hello. Who is that? <laughs> I don't know. He got absolutely smoked. Matthew Stafford. I see. I was watching the, at this with point. With the wheels. Yeah, I, I was. So, it was I, they were talking at this point. They're talking about how Matthew Stafford and that was this is actually on the yeah. offense. Oh no, no, that one is was on the defense. Matt, Matthew Stafford and Matt Ryan offense. are like best friends. They double dated on Valentine's Day with their wives. Matthew Stafford and who? Ma- um, Matt Ryan. Oh really? Yeah, because he's also friends with um, Clayton Kershaw. Matthew Stafford. They went. They played. They played like youth sports together. They graduated from the same high school. Here you go. Now, this is, it won't necessarily be a great he, angle to see it, but he is down, down there, there ball yeah. was short. He is. If they show it from the side, you'll see. Uh, you won't see it on this angle either. Yeah. Hopefully What's a worse it. angle? Yeah. <laughs> show me. Show me. Are they really not going to show the side view? Yeah. They're going to skip right past it, I guess, unless they show it after. So, just, just to be clear, just to be clear, they got the rule right. It's just the little thing that's added on to it right. makes no sense whatsoever. Why Why would you run the clock there? I just don't, like. So it would have almost been better for the Lions if they had called it not a touchdown. And they quick ran up to the line and spiked it for one more play. It would have been better if he dropped the ball. Yeah, that too. Like, if in review you realize, like, he lost the ball in that role and in the crazy NFL catch rules... They're like, oh, well, he didn't complete the catch. It was incomplete. That would have been better. So the Lions lose 30-26. to Atlanta goes to 3-0 and uh, with the wins over Chicago. Green Bay at home on the road at Detroit. So two road wins in the NFC. A nice home win against one of the better teams in the NFC. Falcons look pretty good. Detroit, though, nothing to sneeze at either. Right. Now, while they've had to come back in nearly all the, all their games, they, uh, they look like a strong team. Right. One that uh, should be able to contend with Green Bay. I feel like that's another iconic touchdown that wasn't, that's going to stick with the Lions. Like, what kind of started the whole catch, non-catch stuff in the NFL was was Megatron's catch where he was getting up, like, let go of the ball. Essentially, yeah. (laughs) He had scored the touchdown, went to the ground, like, celebrated, basically. Right, yeah, and they they said, oh, he didn't hold the ball. He didn't hold the ball, so it's not a touchdown. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um... But, well, let's stay in the NFC North and talk about the Vikings, who obliterated the Whoa. Buccaneers 34-17. to Tampa Bay couldn't get anything going. There was a little bit of a heated exchange on the sideline between Mike Evans and Jameis Winston. A lot of big things expected from the Bucs this year in the NFC South. And you know, a, a bit of an overreaction, I feel like, 
to, they lost one game to be losing it on the sideline. You're one and one now, you know, with the road loss to the Vikings. Now, I know Sam Bradford's not there, but the Vikings aren't a bad team. I think the bigger problem is that you gave up 34 points to Case Keenum. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, sure. I the offense only put up 17, and we suck all the time. We want NFL right. teams scoring 21 to 24 at a minimum. But your defense gave up 34 to a backup quarterback. Right. And we saw him lose another starter, and Levante David got carted off. So oh, and that's a big uh, loss. Joe McCoy came out at one point. He in the did, game yeah. Too, so and we, you talked about the flu and the the issues right. there. So there's a lot of obviously extenuating circumstances. For but the when Bucks. you match that with the Falcons are looking really good, yeah, that's where it starts to get questionable. A little dicey. Another game that came down to the wire was very interesting Ooh. to watch. Unfortunately, it came out on the side where no one wants this to happen. Well, I. I'll be honest. I picked them in the survival. Closely, so. <laughs> so you wanted it. To I would have taken. Shame. I would have taken joy. Shame. I, hey, at least raise your hand if you've rooted for them in a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. For shame. All right, touche. So the Texans were winning with 30 seconds to play in the game, and Tom Brady worked his magic and, and hit Brandon Cooks both for the touchdown to go ahead by one, and then the two point conversion to make it a full possession field goal game, but. There wasn't enough time left anyway. Texans, I mean, offensively looked better than they have of late. Deshaun Watson had his ups and downs. Tom Brady looked absolutely stellar. This is arguably the best the Texans have played. Like, yeah, and I know lost. they're they're one and two, right? They they won. Yes, they yeah. won last week. They against, got beat up by the Jaguars, but I believe they won who they last, last week. week. Um, they played on Thursday night. Oh, they played the They beat Bengals, Cincinnati, right? right. So they beat Cincinnati in week two on Thursday night. This is the best they've played, in my opinion. I know they shut out the, the Bengals or... They're 13-9. Oh, sorry. Nine. They gave up three field goals. But, yeah, <laughs> this is probably their best game. Now, they did give up five passing touchdowns to uh, to Tom Brady, which is tough. But, you know, they'll be fine. I think Deshaun Watson, you know, being able to put up 30-some points against... New England. I know New England's defense isn't quite what we expected them to be quite yet. Look at this three-game set for them. Oh, man. They needed this one. They they needed this win because it would have been a surprise win because now they get to host Tennessee and Kansas City in back-to-back weeks before they get up two buys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, that'll be the Browns will win that game. Then I'll look like an idiot. Right, right. But, yeah. So, Texans, man. You know, I wanted them to compete in the or in the AFC South. I think they still will, but man, losing to Jacksonville in that fashion at the beginning and losing this one to New England when people going into it saying you're not going to win that game to all but have that game sealed and then to lose it and then to know you have to play Tennessee and Kansas City in back to back weeks, mm-hmm. not the best for the Texans going forward. Patriots, meanwhile, win two in a row and have put up a ton of points, and they're looking uh, much better. Uh, if they had ended up losing this game, it would have been, I can't even remember the last time they would have lost two straight home games. They they don't always lose two games in a year, let alone two home games. No. And back-to-back. To both the AFC opponents? Yeah. That never happens. <sighs> yeah, that would have been something. All right, stay in the AFC South from the Texans to the Titans. Tennessee, like we mentioned earlier, lost in week one, won in week two. Now a big test with Seattle, a preseason favorite in the NFC. 
though having offensive issues of their own. The Titans able to hold on despite a Seahawks fourth quarter attempt at a comeback. Tennessee wins 33-27, to and uh, this game got a little chippy. Just a bit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I thought Taylor Luan was going to kill someone. I really did. And it I, should have been Richard Sherman. <laughs> I have never seen, like, the flag that is over my shoulder in, in the video, if you're, if you're watching, the, the Wilson flag. That was the color of Tyler Luan's face. He is just screaming and had run 30 yards to get in people's face. Now, I did have to laugh. After, like, that scuffle on the sideline, they showed another angle. Richard Sherman and um, Mariota were walking away. Like, they walked away back to his middle field. Not that they were, like, not, like, jawing with other people or whatever, you know. But, like, they were out and the scuffle was still going on on the sideline. Mm-hmm. I just found that amusing. But, yeah, like, I'll, I'll defend Richard Sherman a lot because I feel like a lot of stuff he does isn't actually that big of a deal, but people make it a big deal. Like, people are told it's a big deal, and then they make it a big deal. You, I think you understand what I'm trying to say. But anyway, that being said, his shot on the side was a complete cheap shot. That was after he went He berserk. was out by a couple steps, and this was after he had got called for three penalties on one play. Right. He went just nuts on uh, a play. I was kind of surprised he wasn't ejected. Um not for the hit, for the for the other. No, for, for the, earlier, right. earlier. Well, mostly because he made a huge deal out of it and took his helmet off and was in the ref's face. Right. Like you right. just can't do that. I, I'm just, I, I honestly, I would wouldn't be shocked if he wasn't fined at least once, if not twice. For he'll, he'll be fine. That yeah actions during the game, but his hit on Mariota was stupid. Right. He, like, now, like it wasn't even close. No. You know, because sometimes you give him benefit of the doubt, like. Is he going out of bounds? I don't know if he's going out of bounds. I think it was clearly... He was clearly going out and was already out when he hit him. Yeah. Yeah. And was being tackled by someone else. It wasn't one of those, like, I'm I'm going to duck out at the last second kind of deals. No. Um, Now, I will give him this. Like, for all the things Richard Sherman, he usually doesn't lose it in a game like that. Like, lose... You know, he just lost his mind today. Like, at least that's what it looked like from an outsider's perspective. Now, to be fair, like... I, I picked the Titans to win the game as an NFC, so did I. as an NFC, a fan of an NFC team. It's better for me that the Titans win the game, you know? So like, I guess there's some, but like watching the game, like, like I said, I generally am one to be like, hey, you know what? Richard Sherman, like, I mean, I don't always agree with what he's saying, but like, I feel like a lot of times it's made a bigger deal. People make a bigger deal out of it than it's really worth. And but today, watching, I'm just like, oh gosh, he probably should be ejected. Like, now yeah, I, I, li- I like Mar- Marcus Mariota too, so it's not like I'm, I'm, you know. But I felt like I was fairly neutral in this game, well, and, for- and I'm just like, how is he still in this game? And I, I thought Tyler Luan was going to kill him, like, or someone, you know, like John Runyon style. I still am having my head. <laughs> someone had cheap shotted one of the Eagles' quarterbacks or whatever, and he just spears guy. Like, here's a six seven, three hundred and thirty five pound guy just diving horizontally across a pile and puts his helmet in somebody's kidney like and got flagged for that but uh <laughs> is that it <laughs> yeah. yeah back in the day and well and Marriott is coming off of an injury at the end of last year right, you know right. with, now and he's a one of the more high profile quarterbacks right. in the nfl especially but of the young guys this is a big win for the titans oh to yeah, kind of go back to the game you know 21 he, points in third quarter is incredible against the seahawks defense. people 
thought Tennessee could have a breakout year this year after what they surprised everyone with last year, mm-hmm. and they're doing it. Yeah. And But look at how they did it. They got Mariota, but they also have had a ton of picks, and they've turned them into quality guys. They don't necessarily have the flashier, the, the big-name guys. Part of that's because it's Tennessee. Like, if they played other places, they'd probably... Like, Rashard Matthews is putting up pretty good uh, numbers. He's a former Dolphin. I, I know, but <laughs> like... Okay, but Miami's probably a bad example, too. But like, you know, if if he played... This will drive you nuts, but if he played for the Jets and the Jets weren't awful, like, people would be making a huge deal out of the numbers he's putting up. Not that he's putting up record-breaking numbers, but like, he's a good wide receiver. But because he's in Tennessee... It's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, they have Delaney Walker, right? Who else do they have? Like, that's kind of what people do with their receivers. Well, they have Corey Davis. No, I, I agree. Like, we we are on board. We like the Titans. We like what they have there. I think Mariota is developing really nicely. And this is a big win for them. This is a huge win. Because they already, you know, they lost to the Raiders. No shame in that. Beat Jacksonville, which is a must win for them. And then you beat the Seahawks. Like, that's, that's a quality win, even though it's an early game on the East Coast quasi east coast it you know it's <laughs> that's a good win yeah for sure and just uh let's check out their schedule here now um they go to houston and then miami talk, and then they go to miami before hosting the colts and the browns so entering their bye they realistically could be six and one yeah because are there any of those games should lose no i i don't think so Until i mean you- Look beginning at it, of the year, I would say this was a, uh, hopefully a okay. toss-up, but now but I'm not so how sure. How far down on their list are you going to go till there is a should lose? I would say at Pittsburgh, November at Pittsburgh, 16th. Yeah, probably should lose. You would think that right. should be if, if it was the other if way it was around. At Tennessee, yeah. I would probably right now, based on what I've seen from Pittsburgh and Tennessee, I would say they should win if it's at Tennessee. Honestly, but at Pittsburgh, at that in in middle of November. There's no way by then, right now, after week three, that I'm going to say Pittsburgh's not going to be favored it in that game. It won't happen, but. but based on their schedule, they could go 14-2. and two. Yes. Look what they end with. San Francisco. L.A. L.A., which that's not that doesn't specific help at, at all. all. <laughs> Team equals L.A. That's not helpful in any fashion. <laughs> Rams. Rams. It's the Rams, right. apparently. So that, that could be a tough one. That could be the toughest of the last three, and then they have Jacksonville at home. But, yeah, but then it's it's not in oh, LA. You're right, it's you're at right. home. So they're at San Francisco. Then they host the Rams, host the Jaguars to end. Whew, they man. should be favored in every game except the Pittsburgh game. Okay, don't, so, don't you think? Yeah. So here we go. Are they going to get the two seed behind the Chiefs, and you end up with the Patriots and well, do you think Oakland the- as the wild cards? <laughs> oh, man. No, that's just that would be great. That's that my crazy. Great. That's my hot take for week three. You know, can you imagine Kansas City fourteen and two, Tennessee thirteen and three, New England thirteen and three, but and like, Oakland thirteen and three or something like that, and your two wild cards have thirteen wins. Your two division. What are you talking about? Like they're so like division champs. They're just oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. But your three and four would have thirteen yeah. wins. That's yeah. pretty pretty crazy. Well, no, Oakland wouldn't. Oakland would have to be wild card because Kansas City won the division, right? But New England right. would still right. be one of the the top three. Um, Can you imagine a thirteen and three Oakland going to New England, like in well, in I the mean, wild card I, in the wild card round? I mean, wild unless New round. England was the four nope, seed, that's gonna, not gonna happen. Gonna happen. Well, no, what division are we not even picking? 
We're not picking. We haven't picked oh, the North. Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh will go like eleven five. They'd probably be the four seed. <laughs> so that means it could be Pittsburgh Oakland in the first round. That would be fun. Just that some, man. That some, has a lot of history there. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. So way off topic. Yeah, definitely. As now we've cursed the Titans and they'll lose the next four. <laughs> right, exactly. So yeah, pressure's on Tennessee because you should be favored in basically all yeah, you the heard games it here the rest first. of the year other than Tennessee's going fourteen and two. <laughs> fourteen and two, yeah, right here. All right. So the Bengals were able to steal a defeat from the jaws of victory today <laughs> as their offense finally scored a touchdown, but they just couldn't do it. Green Bay had a miracle finish here. Uh, 10 points in the fourth, and they got a know, huge play in overtime and kicked the field goal to win it 27-24. Yeah, that's... Whew. They don't even yeah. give us highlights. No. <laughs> there were 18 big plays, but no highlights. Right. Um, the Bengals, they did score a lot, <laughs> like, infinitely more than they've scored in, in, the radio, in their first two games combined, but... Um, they still lost. That's a good bounce back for the Packers. I think their fans are probably a little worried as they're losing Seattle, to the Bengals. Lost Atlanta, now losing <laughs> the Bengals at home. This is at Lambeau. Yep. Oh, by the way, I think the Not warmest so frozen, game though. ever played at Lambeau. Not so frozen. Yeah. Um, but I, do they host the Thursday night game this week? Green Bay? Yeah. I think it was, um, it was like in the 90s there today. Is it going to be like 30 or something like that? I think that? it's supposed to be low 50s on Thursday. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Chicago Green Bay. So low fifties, I think, on Thursday. Talk about forty forty degree difference in four days. They, we talked about Tennessee schedule. Look at Green Bay schedule though. Chicago hasn't been a pushover on a short week. Right. Go to Dallas. Tough. Go to Minnesota. Tough. Host New Orleans. Good They're offense. Score. So, right. right. Then you have a bye. Then you host Detroit. Yeah. Go to Chicago. Host Baltimore. That's probably. Arguably could be the easiest game yeah. I've mentioned, although yeah. I have said Chicago twice, but we saw that they're not an easy out right now. Right. Um, and so you figure at least one of those Chicago ones will be tough, like yeah. one of them. Then they go to Pittsburgh. Is that Thanksgiving Sunday? Wait. Yeah, you're right. It is Thanksgiving Sunday. Yep. Um, that's the Sunday night game. Then they host Tampa, who I don't know. We'll see from them. Go to Cleveland. That's the next easiest. Go to Carolina, which. Could be one of the more easy ones, depending yeah. on how things shake out there, before finishing hosting Minnesota and then going to Detroit. Yeah. That is the exact opposite that. of Tennessee. That is the exact opposite of Tennessee. Green Bay is definitely going to earn it if they get it this so year. So not 14 and 2. Not 14 and 2, okay. no. Last game, Chiefs at Chargers. This was a hideous game, by the way. Yeah, this wasn't a great game. Chiefs jumped out to an early 14 nothing league. Philip Rivers had a ton of interceptions. Doing his best to get the Chiefs out there. Yep, but the Chiefs were only up by seven until the fourth. They were able to get the security touchdown. Chargers didn't score at all in the second half, so maybe it wasn't uh, <laughs> that dire to get that one. But the Chargers probably could have, should have, would have beat the Dolphins last week. Didn't get it done. Couldn't hang with the Chiefs here. And um, Chargers are they, in trouble. They could have, should have, would have beat the Broncos in Week One, though. Chargers well. are having trouble getting half of the fans in their thirty thousand seat stadium to be their fans. Right. I've I've heard there are rumors that the NFL is wavering on whether that's actually a good yeah, idea. Yeah, I've heard that. It's that's interesting. I kind of hope it doesn't work out, just because I like. I, this is one of the situations I'm rooting for chaos. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> chaos reigns. <laughs> so let's check in on the late game. Whoa, Whoa hello. That is an interesting one. 
Raiders in Washington coming east, losing 14 nothing to the Redskins, who... It's a that's a surprising one. I gotta say, let's yeah. see how they score before we get get out of here. Where are we going here? That's current drive. I don't need current drive. Cousins got two passing touchdowns. One to Vernon one Davis. To Vernon Davis, and the other is not listed, so that's good. Derek Carr's got two interceptions. Uh, that'll do it. Three of eight. He's putting up uh, Joe Flacco numbers. Though. Yeah. So, 18-yard touchdown. Maje P. Ryan having a good game, it looks like. I almost asked if you wanted to put him in. Yeah. 13 carries for 38 yards. I mean, so not great. Three yards a carry, but like sure. he's getting the touches. Cousins is 15 of 16 for wow. 145 yards. Oh, Chris wow. Thompson caught a 22-yard pass, and that's when his only catch. If, yeah, right yeah. there. Um, yeah, so Washington up 14 nothing on the Raiders, nearing halftime already. Right, yeah. So, so wow, the Raiders not looking great. Lynch has five carries for 13 yards, only three receptions total. Yeah. Wow. Marquette King, the punter, doing most of the work for the Raiders yeah. so far. It's a tough one. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Now, the Raiders can score in a hurry, but the fact that they spotted them 14 means you got to outscore them by 15 here the rest of the way. That's that's a tough deal for anybody. Well, it's not like Washington's a pushover. You know, they could have, should have won week one right. against the Eagles. Um, trying to think, last week they beat the Niners, right? Was that, is that what they did? I don't remember. I know they won. Or did they beat the Rams? I, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember now. No, I think no, they no, went I west. I, I think they went west and won a game. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, definitely. All right, so I think that about wraps it up. Do you yes. have anything uh, to say? Any shout-outs or anything? No, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I do either. To to be honest, I can't think. We're good. <laughs> I, I, we always forget, and it, it it is what it is. That just happens. Yeah, I blame you. All right. <laughs> Next episode, 245 in two weeks from tonight, which I believe would be October 8th. Uh, we'll be talking about what else? NFL Week 5. Get Make sure you check out jmnjrradio.com for more. Follow us on Twitter at jmnjr underscore radio, at jomazenjraf, at jmflyer1454, and at Mr. Underscore Raffoff. I don't think there's any shout-outs. Oh, girls water polo, one beast of the no. East. Oh, excuse me, boys water polo, yes. one beast of the East. Yeah. Gr- girls fell in the championship right. game. Uh, but a good uh, yeah, good showing them. for them, so congrats to them. Yeah. And uh, I think that's it. So thanks for joining us. This wraps up the 244th episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. We hope you tune in every Sunday for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm J-Raff. And I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRap.com. The Joe Mays and JRap Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit JMNJRRadio.com.